Jesus shocks them and says, I am the bread from heaven. I am the bread of life. You must eat my flesh and drink my blood, or you have no life within you. For my body is true food, and my blood is true drink. Well, that completely shocks them. They thought the bread of life would be bread, not a person. From Wrestling with God Productions, this is Life Lessons from Jesus and the Church He Founded. the podcast where we explore the history and traditions of the church Jesus founded and unpack stories from the Bible as we seek to understand God's purpose for creating us and his intentions for our lives. I'm your host, Irish McMahon. Our guide for the journey is a guy who spent most of his life immersed in the sacred mysteries of Christ's life, death, and resurrection. He's Irish Catholic priest, Father Len McMillan. In this episode, he dives into the sacred mystery of the food Jesus gives us to feed and fortify our souls as we journey to our heavenly home that he's prepared for us. Here's Father Len. The biggest theme in the Bible is that of meal. Access to the divine happens through a meal in the Bible. That's why it's a number one theme. Starting from the Garden of Eden, you have the tree of life. And if you eat the fruit of the tree of life that came from heaven, then you would have eternal life. The rest of the trees will feed your physical body. But the fruit from the tree of life, it gives you eternal life. And eternal life is very rarely mentioned in the Bible until you get to Christ. And remember, you had to eat from the tree of life. Eat from that and you have eternal life. Then Christ says that if you eat his flesh and drink his blood, you will have eternal life. He identifies the bread and the wine as his body and blood. For us Catholics, the Eucharist is not bread and wine. It's the body and blood of Christ. It looks like bread and wine, but it's a body and blood of Christ. And I mention it because Protestants will teach that, no, uh, Jesus just wanted us to gather together for a meal, that it was just speaking symbolically. But that can't be true, because what Christ says, he doesn't call it bread. He calls it his flesh. That is something very real. And he identifies himself as bread, but keeps calling it his flesh and blood. Or Abraham. Think of this, Abraham, how does God bless Abraham? God blesses Abraham through eating and drinking bread and wine. God does not say, well, it's just a symbol of a blessing. It actually had an effect. And so think about the Passover. For you to be free from Egypt, you had to actually eat the lamb of God, the bread and the wine. Then you're set free. God didn't say, just eat a symbol of the bread and the wine and the lamb. You actually had to eat it. Otherwise, you're stuck in Egypt. And so bread and wine, it's a huge theme in the Bible. It's never a symbol. It has a physical effect and a spiritual effect. So we wouldn't say it's not a symbol. It's something real. So when you get to the Gospel of John, you have to have a little background. And the background is this. Moses... When the people complained to get them to the promised land, 
God sends down the manna, the bread from heaven. And if they eat it, they could survive. And then there's all this prophecies that when the Messiah came, the Messiah is even greater than Moses. So when the Messiah prays, when the Christ prays, it says that the bread of life will come down, but it'll stay forever. And they believe that the bread of life was actually kept in this temple in heaven. And so the sign for the Messiah is when he prays, the bread of life will return. Except in the gospel, Jesus does this great miracle, the fish and loaves, feed 5,000. It's miraculous. And the people begin to think, wait a minute, he did a miracle with food. And the sign of the Messiah is the bread from heaven, the bread of life. And so they say, amazingly, in the Greek, they say, oh, we believe that you're the Christ. We believe you're Christ. Do the sign. And the sign is that the bread would return. And so Jesus shocks them and says, oh, I am the bread from heaven. I am the bread of life. You must eat my flesh and drink my blood. Well, that completely shocks them. They thought the bread of life would be bread, not a person. And so they basically say, you're crazy. And Jesus doesn't say, no, no, I was just speaking symbolically. He doubles down and he says, you must eat my flesh and drink my blood or you have no life within me. For my body is true food and my blood is true drink. He doubles down on it. And then he says, and yeah, the Greek is, he uses this uh, word for eat. Now, first time he says eat. Then he has this other Greek word where the Greek word means really, really eat. He actually goes more physical, more intense. He doubles down and turns up the heat. And he is willing to lose half his disciples. He doesn't run after them and say, no, no, wait, guys, I was just speaking symbolically. He doubles down on the insistence of it. And he says, amen, amen which is a way of saying, I absolutely promise you, it's extremely serious. If the Eucharist was just a symbol, just bread and wine, Christ wouldn't make this absolute promise. He wouldn't double down. And yet, in other places, Christ can say, I am the gate, I am the vine. But then he makes clear that he's speaking symbolically, except when he says, I'm the bread of life, in the Greek, it makes it very clear, and he doubles down that he's not speaking symbolically. The bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. Christ doesn't call the Eucharist just bread. He calls it his flesh and blood. And later, uh, he'll say that he, it is his resurrected flesh. So he's not talking about cannibalism. Or St. Paul, he says, the bread is the body of Christ. The cup is the blood of Christ. And now you participate in Christ. St. Paul says that the, the body and blood of Christ makes us the body of Christ. That's not symbolic. And so for Catholics, we call that the real presence. The real presence means I may look like bread and wine, but it is the presence of Christ. Now, there's another term, the mystical body of Christ. That means Christ in me. Uh, that in baptism in the Holy Spirit, Christ is in me. Once again, that's not symbolic speech. The Holy Spirit dwells in me and you, not symbolically. And the Eucharist, it's not a symbol. It's the real presence of Christ. In the Eucharist, 
we'd come back week after week to feed on the love and life of Christ. So Christ's power in us grows more and more and more. What an incredible gift. And Jesus makes it available to every member of his holy Catholic Church, almost every day, almost everywhere in the world. What a blessing. Thanks for listening to this episode of Life Lessons from Jesus and the Church He Founded. Be sure to click subscribe or follow in your podcast app so you'll know whenever we publish a new episode. And we welcome your comments and questions. It's easy to get those to us. You can shoot me an email. My address is irish at wwgproductions.org. That's irish at wwgproductions.org. Or text or leave me a voicemail at 208-391-3738. That's 208-391-3738. This podcast is created and distributed by Wrestling With God Productions. Our theme music is composed and performed by Jake Einick and Kevin Barnett. The lifeblood of Wrestling With God Productions comes from generous donors who support our mission. It takes lots of time and money to design, record, edit, distribute, and promote the podcasts we create. So if you've benefited from one of our podcasts, please consider making a donation at givesendgo.com slash wwgproductions. That's givesendgo.com slash wwgproductions. You'll find a link to this site in the show notes below this episode of your podcast app. Thanks for your support, and thanks again for listening. See you next time. Mm-hmm.